Welcome back to the Make Life Work podcast with me, Cy Jobling. On this podcast, I talk to people from around tech about how they find a balance between work, life and any side projects to share the stories, challenges and life hacks so others can learn themselves. This time around though, I'm going to try something a little different. I've joined forces with two previous guests of the podcast, Sam Hardacre and Mike Street. We are going to ask each of the questions about our side projects and invite along other members of our on-the-side Slack community to share their stories too. We'll also be asking the listener community for your questions that we plan to answer on the show. Without further ado, let's get into it. Um, and I'll say hello to Mike. Come on, how are you doing, Mike? Hi, yeah, I'm, I'm doing all right, thanks. I'm doing all right. What about yourself? I'm pretty good. It's been a pretty significant day, which we'll talk about yeah. later, hopefully. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, we've also got Sam. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. It's good to have you both back. Yeah, it's good to be here. So um, with this new format, we're going to try and a bit more of a panel conversation, get the conversation flowing a bit more naturally between all three of us. Um, but before we do that, do you want to explain what your current roles are, what your day job is, and um, you know what, what what that entails? Mike, how about you? You go Let you go first. Uh, so I'm a uh, a lead lead developer, I suppose, uh, and director of a small web agency in Brighton on the on the south coast. Uh, I might add CTO to my email signature if I need to look a bit more professional when I'm emailing, emailing clients and stuff, but um, generally I try and steer away from it. Um, and yeah, I just kind of day-to-day roles, just kind of run the dev team now um, after being promoted probably a couple of years ago now. So we've had the previous director stepped back last April for for me and a couple of other guys to fully run the company. So I've had a year of pretty much of running the development team of this agency now and and stuff. So it's it's been interesting doing that over lockdown, over the various lockdowns that we've had. Um yeah, I think that's I think that's my my role. Sam? Uh yeah, so I'm I'm a sort of UX designer slash developer for um a small sort of financial company uh based in Leeds. So we we sort of deal with like uh, later life finance and things like that. It's all very super interesting stuff. I'm sure you'll agree. Um, so I, I we basically we we provide a um, sort of a web based platform for independent financial advisors and things to you know you find products and things for their clients. So we're kind of like the middle middle people between the clients and the. Uh, their buyers and things like that. So we we sort of design and build that platform. Um, yes, that's by day. By night, I draw comics and stuff, which is my focus and my sort of on the side stuff. Bring it back into the uh, into the podcast. So, Sai, what about you? Well, interesting you say that. Um, so by day, delivery lead, um, which is a very ambiguous job title, I guess. Um, but it's effectively like a project manager, team lead sort of role in tech. Um, and actually today I handed my notice in to change my career back into my old company as well. So, um, yeah, that's going to be more engineering managing, um, less projects, more people. Uh, and I don't know what it's going to be like, but obviously the next couple of months are going to be really interesting as I wrap up one role, move into another role and, you know, I'll try to share everything as I go along. Um, so yeah, it, I work in tech, mostly with people, a lot of project management crap and, you know, mix it up in that space. Congratulations on your new job. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah. 
it's been um <laughs> we're talking pre 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 pre-show recording we we're chatting about it and it's it's been pretty fast process as well very weird and informal so i'm still trying to get my head around it but um yeah i'm looking forward to what comes um so i guess we've all done our intros right and this is a whole new format for the podcast um i think it's probably worth just outlining what we where we came from and what we're trying to get it get from it so um let's go back to when was it about november time we started throwing some ideas down mm-hmm. yeah sam you mentioned the on the side community um do you want to just explain to the listeners what that community is all about uh yeah i'll, I'll do my best you can try right yeah, I'll, I'll give it a I'll give it a go. Uh, so essentially, it's um, it's a Slack community that we uh, that we run. I say that we run. Sai Sai set up, and a few of us have kind of uh, kind of come on board as kind of regular users and stuff. Uh, try and help out and try and keep the community moving. Um, so yeah, we kind of um, we've got quite a quite a mix of people. We've got designers, developers, um, and then we've got artists and. I think we've got writers as well, haven't we? So we've got quite a mix yeah. of different people. Um, we've got a few regulars who are there quite a lot posting quite regularly, including like us three and a few of the guys. Uh, and then we've got a few who kind of drop in and out as as and when the the schedule allows. And it's quite nice because we just have um, it's it's a space where where you kind of uh, you can talk about your current projects. You can come to the group with any questions or any problems that you've got, and you get some feedback and. And you can um, use it as a as a way of being accountable as well. So we have like a, we have daily check ins, we have weekly check ins. Where if you if you like, I don't do it very much at the minute because of various various uh, scheduling reasons. Um, you can kind of say today I plan on doing this, and yesterday I got this done. So kind of like a daily stand up kind of job. Mm. Um, and then on on a weekly basis, well, you can say this week I plan to get this done. And then it kind of it just kind of keeps you accountable, really, because you kind of you know you you saying to saying to other people, this is what I intend to do, and not that anyone comes back and says, well, did you do it? And if not, why not? Oh, yeah. It's you know it's it's not like you get wrapped on the on the wrist for for not doing it, but yeah, I think that's it in a nutshell, isn't it? Yeah, I think you you put it quite nicely. It's the fact that you you put yourself to be accountable in what you're trying to commit to. Um, it's something that I've seen quite a lot in tech leadership and management stuff like that. It's just kind of going, right, what team are we going to commit to doing in the next couple of weeks? You've actually got stakeholders to please here, but in on the side, you are your own stakeholder. So the only person that can feel bad about this is yourself, but you really shouldn't. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Mike, I mean, how have you found the community? Because it's not been really all about side projects so much over the last six months, has it? Uh, no, I suppose people are actually coming to ask for sort of advice and questions on on to do with their work as well like um and asked about managing managing team members and stuff like that and that turned into a really helpful conversation so it's more than just uh talking about side projects it's kind of a little support community that uh is i suppose that's where the name also works is it's kind of on the side to your day-to-day work like you can there's no shame in saying i need help managing people or I've got this problem at work. How would anyone else deal with it? And I think the fact that Sam mentioned we've got such a wide breadth of uh, sort of people doing different roles and jobs, then everyone has different um, 
opinions and stuff because like sometimes if you ask on twitter it's a little bit of a an echo chamber because you tend to like follow people and people follow you that are very like-minded so you're all gonna have similar views so to have someone who's uh working in kind of a big named brand i don't know if we're naming our companies but uh compared to me who's like a little agency like it's great to have that kind of contrast true and the other thing i think i've noticed over the last year really is it it started off as a side projects community but actually it's just a family it's like a little community where we can just mm. offload about the pains of being in lockdown and having families to handle with jobs and all the other things that we like to try and mix into this I mean, back to the original intent of make life work is how do you find a good balance with all these three things? Um, and I, I've noticed a massive shift in the last year to be more about well-being, family. I haven't got time. Us trying to organise this first recording <laughs> has been a perfect example of how complicated it can be because we're all dads. We're all trying to find time for our little side projects and keep us a, a you know main job. Um, so I'm hoping this new format we can actually talk about our pain points in a more public environment but actually invite people along from the community and elsewhere to give us their stories as well that'd be great so uh that's the plan we'll see what happens because obviously <laughs> plans never really happen <laughs> <laughs> so i think with that in mind what we're we in we're just starting february should we talk about some of the plans we had for the year this year and how they're going so I'd love to hear how you're getting on with it, Mike, at the moment. So my big plan this year is um, to have a second child. That's pretty big. Uh, due in April. So yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's kind of what's what's all encompassing our weekends and and uh, yeah, just general thoughts at the moment. And that's the kind of the goal. And it's just um, I suppose time where I would sometimes be doing side projects of my own is spent doing research or buying things. Um, I mean, I still get a little bit of time to do some side projects. I'll talk about them in a second, but, um, yeah, me and my wife are kind of at the moment making sure we've got things ready. So, uh, I suppose big side project of 2021 is to have a new family member, uh, make a baby. Yeah. It's quite, that's quite a project. Yeah. Um, <laughs> timely. <too. laughs> So yeah, when I when you know, apart from that, um, I've currently got a, a side project that's in development. That's a bit of a kind of RSS reader, but making it more accessible and uh, like quick firing to have on your phone. Because I, the way I read RSS at the moment is, I have an app and I feel like I have to read every article. And then when I'm sort of chilling on the sofa or something in the evening, I tend to scroll, scroll Twitter, which at the moment is not is not good is it it's not positive vibes there so uh i'm kind of making a an app that i can sort of sit and scroll like twitter but is actually rss feeds um and it just sort of lets me click off quickly to articles and i can just sort of scroll past the ones that don't interest me so um already i've got it in a bit of a prototype um but i really need to focus now on like ux and ui and then hopefully in a few months time i'll be able to start getting people to to sign up with potentially obviously side projects you always have these sort of huge ideas of oh it's going to make me multi-million pounds but i did kind of think oh if i charged a pound a month per user like get 50 people that's 50 quid a month coming in kind of thing you know it's it's sort of a small scale kind of um monetary revenue stream i suppose is the eventual plan but it might just all all go to pot but that's my kind of yeah. 
They're my 2021 plans. Two good ones, eh? Thanks. Sam, have you got any uh, anything in the pipeline? Yeah, so I guess my, my sort of goal this year is to firstly finish the comic book that I'm already working on um, that's been that's been kind of I think I was I think I started it the first time I spoke to you on the podcast so si. um when was that the yep. October before last so it's it's taken a yeah, long time it's, it's a ago. long story of why it's taken so long to get to this point but um but yeah I'm I'm kind of in the finishing stages of coloring the book at the minute um and it's only 16 pages which is not a, a huge book so it shouldn't be taking this long but um once that book's finished, I've got a couple of other ideas I want to work on. So my aim this year is to get at least three books out. Mm. How I'm planning on doing that, I don't quite know yet because I've not decided on whether to kickstart it or whether to just sort of self-fund a few a few print runs and just you know see see what happens because obviously I don't really have much of a an audience yet. Um, but yeah, that's that's the plan for this year. If I if I can get three books out, then. I'll achieve my, my goal. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> We're going to hold you accountable to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are, the, are the three books, uh, are they a series or are they well, are they going to be sort of three separate comics? No, they're, they're three separate books. So one one the book I'm working on now is the first part of a series. Um, and the second book that I'm going to move on to next is, it's... It's a book that I did a couple of years ago. I, I drew the artwork for and then just did nothing with. So that one's a bit of a quick win, really. I just have to scan the artwork, clean it up, and you know, do a cover and things like that. Um, and then the third book, which I've not decided what the project's going to be yet, but I've got a few ideas for different um, for different stories that I'm, I need to sort of flesh out a little bit. But the um, the book I'm working on now, I've kind of I, I do have an end to end script written, so I, I've got. You know, a, a draft of the full the full story arc. So I could potentially go on to moving on to you know working on that as well. So we'll just have to see. I mean, I guess I guess the benefit of having you know side projects is I can I can chop and change and move around and you know do do whatever I fancy. Really, I'm not, I'm not really beholden to anybody uh, when it comes to which I work on next. So you say that but didn't you have a bit of an issue last year when you had like an editor lined up and publisher and all sorts of stuff yeah yeah so that yeah that's why it's taken so long to get to this point because um around i think it was around lockdown uh, lockdown actually when lockdown put 1.0 kicked in around sort of april time um i was talking to a friend of mine who runs a small publisher and and, and he was seeing my work and he, and he said do you want to you know put the book through the through through us and yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm all for it. Let's let's go for it. And and at that point, it was planned to be a, sort of a four or five part series. And for commercial purposes, they were they sort of said um, we'd like to put it out as a single book rather than individual issues, just because it's their their plan was to get it into libraries and things like that. And obviously, trade paperback books are easier to get into libraries than individual issues. So I kind of parked the artwork on issue one and then started writing the entire thing, which is why um, why it's taken me so long to get to this point, because six months last year I was writing and doing rough pages. Um, but then later last year, unfortunately, the publisher, it's only a small publisher run by you know uh, my, my mate Aaron and a few other people. Uh, they've unfortunately been hit by COVID and, and whatnot, and they had to close their doors. So it's kind of reverted back to me um, you know, doing it self-published and 
that's why I decided to, to take it back to individual issues so that I can I can concentrate on getting you know one bit done and then move on to something else as well just so it keeps things fresh for me as well because I, I know for a fact that if I was doing this now you know for the next year I'd probably get a bit sick of working on the same thing so it's good to have a bit of change yeah. totally I think that's the other advantage of having your own side projects is that you are your own customer yeah. and if you're not enjoying it forget yeah. it I want to enjoy this thing. This is my time and I'm trying to relax and learn and Definitely. enjoy things. If it's becoming a, a beast of a business, you're like, well, yeah. I'm not sure it's the right for me. Yeah. What, what about your plans for this year, Sai? Me? Blimey. One was to get this going again because I think <laughs> last year we obviously, I did four seasons of it and it was I loved it, but I just I got to the end of the year and I was burnt out and I was like, I need to just take a break and re, re-energise and find a new focus. So when you, we started talking about this format, I was like, actually, this could work well to my strengths, I think, rather than just what I think should be the the, the, the format. Mm. So yeah, one, the big one for me is to get this working again. I've got a few other mini projects that I keep running as well. So they like say on the side is one of the communities that we were all a part of. I want to see, I don't want to grow it crazy, but I want to get more focus out of it and more content from it, I think. So see if there's any overlap with what we're doing with this. Um, I've got the House Finesse podcast that I, continue to run um, which is more music folk based um but my you were mentioning about like the tech side of stuff and my history was developing and a bit of design as well and i want to go back to some of the roots i did but with sports based websites um i've got an idea in my mind of how i want that to work but that's the other potential side project later in the year i think we've got a lot of big sports and events coming up over the next year or so anyway it's a good motivator to kind of work towards as well hopefully but no children no comics, just a lot more <laughs> continuing what I've got going and trying to keep them alive, I think. What was the what was the developing you used to do, developing and di- designing? Uh, so historically, I was a designer slash developer anyway. Um, this is how I met uh, Sam originally, actually. So back in 2005 or so, yeah. I was front-end developer and back a bit of a mixed hybrid back in the fire service of all places. Um set up a little community back then called the multi-pack to kind of get the the local midlands people together talking about this sort of stuff mm-hmm. and that's when i met sam through that stuff uh and then i went off and did it at azos which is where i'm going back to again in nice. a couple of months time so um yeah roundabout way it's just been always been interesting front-end development bit of back-end i understand the semantics but i'm by no means a quality engineer when it comes to <laughs> back-end development but I get it, and that's yeah. that's why I'm curious to just keep tapping into that little passion here and there. And I suppose that's probably what what's helped you in your sort of current roles is the fact that you've got the technical background, being able to sort of talk to technical people. It, it certainly helps, yeah. When, when I'm talking to an engineer and they talk to me about, you know, test scripts and TDD, I'm like, yep, I know what you're on about. Hmm. I'm, you're not talking to some project managers just like, well, when are you going to get it? When is it going to be done? <laughs> like, God's sake. Slow down. Let's really understand what we're trying to solve here. Um, so yeah, they're my goals for the year. Nice. Yeah. So I suppose one of the kind of ideas of this new format is that uh, each of us is going to hopefully bring a, a question to the to the group for everyone to answer. Um, I suppose Sai uh, has already kind of done his, which is like targets for the year. Um, so mine is obviously this podcast was originally meant to be recorded in like early January. So the questions are a little bit kind of tenuous as to how, how we link them. But, 
um, over sort of holidays and stuff. If you if you have a Christmas break or if you take time off over the sort of half terms or the summers, um, and you're sort of downing tools of work, do you take that as an opportunity to stop on your side projects, or is it more that you've got more mental capacity to to deal with those, you know, to do more on those side projects because you're not drained by your day-to-day work and you might have time in the day to to do those so sam do you like draw more when you've got time off work or do you draw less just because you sort of want to walk away from the screen or or what's what's your sort of deal <laughs> yeah so i think it's it's quite an easy one for me well easy one to, to some extent um i think when you say you've got more mental capacity to to work on your projects i think that's definitely the case because you you then don't have to you know, don't have to worry about being in meetings and don't have to worry about work or anything like that. Um, for me, the the practical side of it is very similar to my usual day to day, really, just because I've got you know two young kids and one of them is just over one year old. So, um, is it that age where you can't uh, you know you can't really sort of have one eye doing one thing and let him play him you know play with his toys? You've got to sort of keep an eye on him pretty much all the time at the moment because he's turned into a bit of a climber as well which is uh, fun we didn't have that experience first time around um so yeah so for me it's uh, i might get a bit of time during the day like if you know if um if the, the youngest goes off for a nap i might get an, an hour or so just to do some work there or um sit and chill and watch a film is usually what ha- actually happens to be honest so my my on the side time usually happens later at night um sort of between eight and ten i guess so that's generally when i do my do my comic work um just because i've got no you know no children to look after then because they're both asleep and i can just sort of concentrate on on my work um what about um all right you say yeah that's a funny one especially through the latest lockdown so when, when we talked about you know before lockdown i'd travel into london every day um from the midlands so it was a good hour and a half journey where i actually got quiet time to do my side projects and I loved it. It was great. You know, I could actually put my headphones on, zone in on whatever I was doing with it. It was pod- podcasting, editing, or writing code, or whatever it was. It was great. Then lockdown came in, and I struggled to fit it in, you know, because obviously we've got our own commitments with family and stuff like that. Homeschooling wasn't really a big issue for us, because I've got living grandparents. They took that burden off us, thank God. And But uh, literally today, they're, they're really struggling with some of the maths that they had to do with my eight-year-old. Um, she comes crying to the office. I was on a call with work. He was like, I can't, I can't do it. Granddad doesn't get this division process. Wow. Um, bear with me guys. <laughs> That's a situation you're working with a lot. I think you'll be both destined to this. Um, so trying to find the time for side projects would be really difficult. But I'll be like you, Sam, wait till everyone's gone to bed. I'll, I'll have that family time after work. I'll have some dinner time, do some chores, sit and watch TV and all that sort of nice stuff. And then sort of half seven, I'll put the little one to bed and give her a story. Then I can come down with my laptop and do anything that I want to do. But I'm also mindful that I can't do this every night. It's I'm not young, like in my 20s, when I could do this virtually till three to one in the morning. I'm in my 40s now, man. And I'm, you know, I'm an old kid. I'm, I'm there in my comfies in bedtime, you know. So um, what I've started to do recently, actually, is we keep a time journal of how much time I'm using on work, family, chores, and side projects. And it's it's quite interesting to see the split of that and making sure I'm actually giving myself some rest and respite. I think I mentioned it to you at one point, Sam, and you went, 
don't forget the value of TV time. It might seem gormless, useless entertainment, but your brain is resetting and it's processing differently, right? Um, so I don't think there's any silver bullet on this, but I'm just very conscious of one, my energy levels and capacity, and two, you know, am I doing it for the right reasons? It's just very difficult to find that right balance at the moment, I think. How about you, Mike? Because obviously you've got a lot of new changes coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> so generally it's very similar to you two is like if i'm if it's a working day i'll tend to use the evenings for the side projects and stuff me and my wife currently take it in turns to put my little one to bed so every other night um i get a sort of after dinner time it's then kind of like my own time um and that's normally where side projects get picked up so every other day basically i, I sort of get a, a, at least an hour or so to to work on my side projects and then we've kind of got this unwritten rule that, rule that come nine o'clock we both sort of put down our devices or put down whatever we're looking at and then watch watch something be it a film or a tv program and then over the sort of holidays obviously if the world was normal on a holiday i'd be on holiday so i wouldn't have my my laptop or whatever but certainly over christmas uh during the sort of daytime nap hour or so if there wasn't anything that needed doing around the house then i would pick up my laptop and uh and do a little bit more on the side projects here and there and i just sort of a bit more yeah a, a few more ideas through my head but then again sitting at my desk at work i come up with you know i think about i'm thinking about my side projects anyway and making notes so uh, it swings aroundabouts really because sometimes if I'm on holiday I'll come to it with fresh eyes but if I've been sitting there working think about code anyway it kind of naturally just flows into the the side project and they both sort of benefit each other like there's been points where I've been working on a side project and actually implemented something at work that I've I've found so um, if I'm on if I'm on a break it, those things sometimes fall, fall between the cracks so I've just realised that uh, we've we've been in lockdown for too long now because when when I think about holidays, my default position is I'm just not working. I'm I'm still at home, but just not working. <laughs> yeah, do you remember those times really? where we used to leave the house and uh, see people? Like, I know. Um, it's yeah. an alien concept to me. But yeah, I mean, we've got like, the February break coming up, right, with half terms. Mm. And I know you both. Well, I think I think we're both all in the same boat. And I've booked in two days just to have time off with the kids. And we won't do anything. We'll probably just sit and watch TV or they'll say in their pyjamas most of the day, which is the worst part. <laughs> <laughs> you, as you say, just having that quiet time, you need it, man. It's, it's time to reset. And if I will have a bit of boredom in the day, I'll go, well, actually, I might pick up my laptop and start doing mm. a bit of code or whatever it is, a bit of editing or something like that. It's a difficult one to get right. I've, I've taken some occasional days off here and there since New Year anyway, just because every time it snows really bad, um, our, our youngest son's uh, nursery closes. And it's just like there's absolutely no way we can both work whilst looking after a one-year-old. So um, because my schedule is a lot more flexible, it's a lot easier for me to sort of take the odd day off and whatnot. So so for next week, when, when our eldest is, is on half term, um, I think he's going to be probably seeing my seeing my mum quite a lot because um, you know we're in a childcare bubble with her, so um, so she she'll probably come down and watch films with him and things like that. But for the most part, he'll probably just like your kids' side, just you know, play on devices and and whatnot as much as he can. Um, You're up north and get proper snow as well, don't you? Like none of this sort of 
half a day stuff we get on the on the south coast yeah i, I think i think it's probably i think people in scotland probably argue that what we get is not you know, not anything to worry about, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, we get enough that, um, where we live, at least we live on, we live on a hill. So if, if the, if the gritters haven't been around, we, we literally get stuck for, for a couple of days, which has been the case for, for the last couple of weeks, really on and off, which it's been a nightmare, but hey ho. Amazing sledging opportunities <laughs> if you're on a hill. Yeah. Well, I mean, I tried taking him out last week, um, but the problem is the youngest, he, he's not worked out how to walk properly and well he's yet. Uh, so I had to carry him up to up to where we we're going sledging, and by the time we got there, he was just absolutely sick of me carrying him, and just didn't want to, you know, he didn't want to do anything except scream. So it kind of ruined the uh, ruined the fun, really. Yeah, this is normal, though, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, see, I see Mike. Mike's sort of going, "What have I done? What have we done? <laughs> is it too late?" When <laughs> you add, add a second one into the mix. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so sort of related to related to that question uh, in terms of you know what you do with your time when you get on holidays uh, or when you do have a holiday rather when you when you come out of holiday, uh, what do you do to sort of get back into the swing of things with your side projects and and whatnot when you when you sort of get back into that daily routine of you know Monday to Friday working and and all that kind of stuff? Uh, how about you, Mike? Uh, like to to plug the community again i think actually this is where kind of on the side uh does help because um i i found after the christmas break the kind of general chatter of people starting to get you know working on their side projects again make got, got me sort of excited and this is where the um the idea for the the rss kind of came from and that's where the the energy for me to to start developing it um came from as well because i i wanted something to to start sharing i wanted to to be able to get feedback from the people on the on the side community so um they're a big help um and also i i kind of tend to go in in phases so sometimes i won't look at my laptop for a month or so in the evenings and just play playstation whereas recently pretty much since the new year i've i've used my free time in the evenings as it were to work on side projects and write blog posts and stuff whereas i suspect i can feel it coming that it, i'll get to a tipping point where i just be like no i don't want to look at any more code for a bit play a bit of playstation and then get bored of a game and and go back to that that cycle so si, how do you get the energy because you always seem to have something on the go <laughs> <laughs> i do before we go to my point i just want to go back to one of yours there you were saying about um is around getting back into it yeah and that, that hard part right you, you know you, you've had a break you need the time out and oh, that was it you're gaming so you, you you obviously are a gamer and your playstation probably gets it's there gathering dust while you're on your, your pc or yeah. your laptop or whatever do you feel guilty though if you're gaming and thinking this should be Mac time or vice versa? No, because I saw I can't I, I apologize to the the person who originally said this, but someone I saw one of the good things that came out of looking on Twitter was someone said uh, if you it was something like if you're wasting time and you're enjoying yourself, it's not wasted time. And like if I'm sitting on my PlayStation, I think oh I could be writing that code. I'm like no, I'm having fun. I'm enjoying it. I'm, you know, I'm unwinding. It's not a waste because I'm not, I don't, because I'm having fun basically. And that's yeah. just always in the back of my mind whenever I'm doing something. It's like, am I enjoying it? Carry on. Don't feel guilty. 
It's funny though, because my son's a gamer and I, I'm constantly saying, do you want to do something productive with your time? Because he was literally spending a whole weekend like sitting, watching, playing Star Wars, whatever it is he does. Hmm. But then last week he made a video, he streamed a video onto Twitch, wherever it was, downloaded it and started editing the crap out of it, putting like subtitles and memes all over it. And then he showed me the video at the weekend. I thought, this is more like what I used to do in hmm. my teenage years. And I'm glad he's finally getting the buzz of doing that. But you are right. You know, those moments of inspiration come to you during that downtime as well. You'll sit there gaming away and you'll go, that's how I want to fix yeah. that bloody connection problem I've got or where it is, the bill pipeline. And you're like, yeah, yeah. So the downtime helps in a lot of senses. And I find exercise is the other thing. You know, getting away from a screen completely, running around, cycling around, whatever you're doing, but just having something away from screen, your you moment would just go, Oh yeah, I know what to do now. Or that's how I want to solve that problem. I've I've solved many things on my when I used to commute to and from work because it was a forty minute cycle ride, and I'd leave work with a with a bug or a problem or something, and be cycling home and just not even be thinking about it, and then something will just click in the back of my mind, and it's it's yeah, I'd have to get home and solve it straight away, or make a note, or text myself, or something like that, just because otherwise I'd forget. <laughs> That's the hard part. And using like Siri or whatever to send yourself a reminder rather than taking your hands off the handlebars and getting falling off the bike. Oh, I, yeah, I don't I don't have that. So I, there, there would be points where I'd think about something and then I'd all I'd do was would make a, make a song or something out of it or just repeat it until I got to a location yeah. so that I could just remember what it was. You got that earworm in your head yeah. when you get home going, I've got the solution. Exactly. It's still in my head. <laughs> <Annoyingly>. <laughs> So um, my, oh, Jesus, where are we going to go with this one? You were asking me, weren't you? It was uh, how you get back into the the flow of side projects. I think you both alluded to this, and I think the community is the big part for me, and that's why I set it up in the first place. I needed somewhere to go to keep me motivated. Um, we all have highs and lows through this, especially when you've got families and other demands outside of side projects. After Christmas, funnily enough, I think over Christmas I had a load of ideas. I wasn't doing anything, but I had all these ideas seen coming through, like, you know, I could build this, I could make that, I wanted to get into this community, blah, blah, blah. Coming back in the new year, you actually got that fresh energy anyway. Uh, I think a lot of people go, right, New Year's resolution, I'm going to be more proactive in that thing or do this instead. I hate that, but I do like the the annual goals of, you know, right, want to achieve this, hence the original question. So I think giving yourself a few realistic goals that you can kind of chip away at. Uh, long-term, short-term, medium-term. I mean, I love the way Sam's going, right, this year, three books. But I'll finish the first one in a couple of weeks, time or months, or wherever it is, and then I've got another one that's going to come in really easily. I think breaking it down is also helpful. I think, like, your RSS app, Mike, you know, I, I had a very simple, weirdly, I had a very similar idea about this a few years ago, and I think I shared my notes with mm. you, um, having it, treating it like a social network rather than just an RSS reader. Um, so seeing you do that, come up with that idea and then just having that conversation going, well, what do you mean by this? And how is this going to work with the real people, not just the geeks and, you know, just getting that conversation flowing because that helps everyone be a bit more, you know, enthusiastic and productive in their time. But then also having that capacity to go, yo, stop working. Uh, we've got, we've got one character in our community and he's never stopped. He's up till midnight doing all sorts of stuff and waking up first thing in the morning mate, you've got a child. How do you find the time to do this stuff? <laughs> you know, I can't. And you're, I'm sure you're older than me, but I'm not sure. <laughs> you know, it's um, each to their own. 
But I think, yeah, going back to your point, I just like the community aspect of what we do. And I like having people to chat ideas out and kind of go, look, I've made this. What do you think? Or I'm really struggling with this part. What do you reckon? Mm. That that helps alleviate a lot of the challenges we get when we get into these weird laws of side projects as well. And actually seeing seeing Mark published however many blog posts he's publishing in them what was it 60 posts in 60 days or something i don't know i think but it was originally 13 30 days wasn't it was it but he's, he's still going yeah um seeing him write blog posts has actually inspired me to write blog posts and i think i've written more in the last month or something than i have done in most of last year so you know it's again something else that community brings is kind of like Oh, well, if he's doing it, maybe I should do it kind of mentality, even though there's no one. Do you feel like no it's competition, blaming. though, or is it just motivation? No, it, I, it's just, no, it's it's motivation and more, I suppose, maybe envy, jealousy kind of thing. It's like, oh, I've got, Ooh, a, I've, now we're getting deep. I've got a blog. Why, should, why aren't I pu- publishing blog posts? You know, if he's doing it and he's doing it every day, I can at least manage one, one a week or one every two weeks kind of thing. So it's, What about you, Sam? Because I, I know you're, you're, you struggle to find the time sometimes, don't you? What, with blogging? For definite. Well, well <laughs> with, your, with your drawings. I'll see your burst occasionally on your Instagrams and you go, oh, actually, I've got a few things I've been working on. I mean, how do you get back into that? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I don't post to Instagram all the time. And I think that 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 sort of helps to some degree because... Um, I mean, I don't have that. I don't have that pressure that I need to post something every day or post really regularly to Instagram. I just sort of do it as and when. But what it also doesn't show is that I do work on it every day. So I think that's why going back to the first question about holidays and things like that, um, and and also feeding into this one, it doesn't really change for me just because I I have a for for my side projects I have a, a sort of a daily habit set up in Tick Tick. Um, which is just, you know, it literally says work on comics. And and that, to me, can be anything. So if I've got loads of time, I'll sit and spend a couple of hours doing something. Um, whereas if there's, if I, if, I'm, I'm not, if there's a day where I don't have much time or I'm not really in the mood, I'll allow myself to do, like, the bare minimum. And my sort of thought process is, as long as it's kind of contributing towards the end goal, that still counts as, you know, working on the comics. So in some cases it might be, yeah. I'll just ink, ink a really small panel that takes me, you know, five minutes to do. But regardless, when I come back tomorrow, when I've got more energy, that's one less thing I've got to do. It's a nice way of doing it. Last year you were doing some live streams of it as well, weren't you? How did you find that help you motivate you in any way? Um, I guess I don't, I don't think it helps with motivation, to be honest. It's more, I guess it's more just out of sort of, Similar sort of thing to this. It's about the community and just having having people to chat to and things like that. So I've got a couple of people on my Twitter stream or my Instagram stream that will join as soon as I start going live, and they'll sit and have a chat and ask questions and things like that. Um, so it's a bit more it's a bit more about that whilst I'm drawing. So you know, if I'm if I'm sat down here in the office and it's nine o'clock, you know, it's a very solitary thing to do. So you know, you you sort of you can either sit and listen to music or podcasts or whatever, or you can, you know, you can live stream. And people who follow you on Instagram, if you, you know, like me, you've got an art account, um, you know, it's safe to assume that they're interested in what you do. So they, you know, by definition, they might also be interested in how you go about doing it. So live streaming allows you to do that, allows you to sort of, sort of draw back the curtain and 
show people how you go about working working on 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 your um, on your artwork I mean, that final part, I think, is a topic for another day, you know, the thought process and opening the curtains to how everyone works. I think it might be a good question for a future episode. Yeah. But I think, yeah, doing that, a lot of people are nervous about doing this. And I, I see it with a lot of engineers that I work with. Why don't you share your code? Oh, God, no. Ooh, I don't, I don't want to open for criticism. There's a thing called open source and GitHub, which is one of the most popular platforms for coding on. But um, just having the confidence to let people do that is a massive, massive step, I think, as well. I don't know if you guys find that as well. Yeah, I mean, I think, again, from my perspective, I look at it, most of my, on, well, all my on-the-side stuff is art-based, um, and that ties into Instagram and things like that. Um, and I I personally enjoy seeing artists when they post, you know, rough work, stuff that's in progress, because, you know, everybody has this level of imposter syndrome you know, and especially with artists, you talk to any artist and they all they all think that, you know, they're not as good as they should be and that person's better, that person's doing really good work all the time. And I think if you if you have an artist or, or anybody really, I guess it's it's more of a general issue of always posting the the really glossy top level content, it gives this false sense of reality i suppose um you know like a lot of you know a lot of instagram influencers and things are, are kind of guilty of this you know um not that i follow any of them anyway but um but you know they give this they give this um this impression that this life is that they're leading is absolutely flawless and 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 whatnot and and obviously it's not that's not the case so i i like it when you see an artist post a scribble and then and then later on yep. You see, they post the actual finished artwork, and you can kind of see the stages they've gone through to get to that point. That's what I love about watching you draw. I like to see your thought process and how you get to that final point. In fact, I think I prefer the work in progress to the actual final product sometimes. Just I like, do quite often. Yeah, that's great. But <laughs> how you got there—that's the fascinating part. The, the way you do the inking and stuff like that when we're watching you just live stream—it's fascinating. Mike, have you ever done any lots of live coding sessions or like that? Because I know some of our other community members have done it before. I've I've thought about it, but I've never done it. Um, mainly because I kind of work in 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 weird. I work in a weird way with my side projects, and obviously, like sometimes I might open my laptop, start coding, and then something might happen at home, and I have to walk away, kind of thing. So it's it's quite difficult. And also, I don't think I've got the audience at the moment or whether I ever ever have it to to kind of do it in a justifiable way because it's it's what it's it takes a lot of time and effort and if it's only for two people watching it then it's it's kind of seems to me a little bit of a time versus result thing which True. doesn't quite balance out so yeah I, uh, I, think I, I was gonna say I personally don't watch coding streams because I find them quite tedious sometimes but um i prefer see it just, I, I prefer to sort of scan finished result code kind of thing um so it's yeah. it's just i think it's one of those things that because i wouldn't be the audience it's hard for me to to make it yeah i think yeah if you're using something like twitch where you know there there is a bit of setup involved um, i mean i've considered it myself because a lot of artists are jumping on twitch now but Again, I've I've got the same thing of, of thinking, you know, is it really going to be worth it for for two people? Whereas with Instagram, you just pull your phone out and you know, within two seconds you you're going live. 
Mm. So I think I think I'll probably just stick with Instagram for the time being until uh, until I've got more of an audience. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, going back to the original point is how to get motivated again. This was just one way of looking at it, and I think um, I'm all. For, I love the idea of the work in progress. You know, openness. But the effort to do that sometimes is so complicated. I mean, I think I'm going back to one of the things we talked about earlier when I was doing my original Devin, I found an old um, recording of my screen recording of doing one little feature I made. Uh, and there was no audio narration. It was just literally me typing code and jumping around and looking things up. So <laughs> it, was, it was fascinating for me to see back how I worked, but no one else would care about right. that at all. It's just more, I don't know, yeah, nice to see how I worked back then. I wouldn't do it at all now. Um, so I think we've kind of covered that topic quite well. Um, and that probably concludes the main conversations for this week, actually. Um, what I'd like to do, I don't know about you guys, but I think it'd be nice to get some audience participation somehow. That'd be great. Um, and we've got, I've got a batch of stickers as well that we can give away. Um, I've got some Make Life Work ones. I've got some On The Side stickers. And I'm quite happy to give them away. But Sam, you had an interesting idea of how we could do this, didn't you? You saw it somewhere else. Yeah. Um, when I see it, oh, it, was, it was another podcast I listened to. Um, it's a comics podcast, and I think it was during the December. Yeah, it was, was it December. Yeah. Um, basically, they they did like a charity drive where they had a bunch of their podcast um, badges, and they basically said, you know, donate to any any charity you want, any amount that you want. You know, I think they said over over five quid or something like that. Um, you know, send us proof that you've done it and we'll send you a badge. And there is there is a fair bit of money. Um, you know, it's only a small podcast, but I think there is, you know, a fair a fair bit for that. I think that I think they had a charity in mind, so they were focusing on the figure for that charity in particular, but I think people were donating to any charity they felt like really. I think it's a lovely idea to be honest. I think we're all in it at the moment, struggling through lockdown as well. Um, we've all got our own goals and motives and whatever but um great idea and i'm quite happy to just send out stickers to anyone that wants to make a charitable donation to their favored yeah. let us know if i if i can make a suggestion go on who are you thinking of um so the the publisher that i was working with last year um they also run a charity um and it's called little heroes comics and what they do is um they they develop comic making kits which they then send to children's wards so kids who are stuck in hospital, Ooh. you know, having having whatever treatment they're, they're having, it kind of, it comes with all sorts of stuff like um, like paper and pens and instructional guides and all sorts of stuff. And it's really good. And, and they're a, you know, they're a small charity. Um, so they're, you know, they're really, they're really keen to get as much, uh, as much money as they can get. So Little Heroes Comics, we'll put the details in the show notes and um, anyone can actually contribute to that. The only one that comes to mind for me is mind. It's, it's always literally on my mind. Um, mental health has been a massive, massive thing this year. And I think any contributions to that community and charity would be phenomenal, quite frankly. I'm always doing my own little fundraisers myself, so I'll, I'll make them my preferred. But like you, I don't mind. I think it's not, if anyone wants to give to any charity and just send us who it's sent to, um, we'll get some stickers in the post. Um, so actually, I guess that lends quite well into wrapping up and how to get in hold of us. Should we do individuals and I'll do the generics? Yeah. Go on, Mike. How can we get hold of you? Uh, I am Mike Streety on pretty much every social network you can think about. Um, and mikestreety.co.uk is my website. And I one side project I forgot to mention was my beer review 
uh, Instagram account, uh, which I'm sure we're covering in later episodes, but uh, that is ale underscore house underscore rock on Instagram. With the fingers rock. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So that's Mike Streety with a Y. With a Y on the end, the yes. Y. Yeah. Got it. Sam, how about you? Uh, yeah, so I'm known most places as uh, Not Terror Monkey. Uh, and my art stuff is uh, Skinny Drawn Boy. So that's Twitter, Instagram. Um, those are the only places, really. So, yeah, that's where you'll find me. And I can be contacted as at Cy Joblin on most social networks, but at Cy on Twitter, if anyone wants to reach out on there. How did you get, um, how did you get such a premium Twitter handle? Oh, I mean, we're going back oh, to age. I joined Twitter as it was pretty much launched. Right. Um, and I managed to grab it then. Wow. I think I'm number 11,000th, weirdly. It's quite, it seems quite large, but when you look at the grand scheme of their accounts, yeah. it's yeah. quite quite small. Yeah. I think, I, I think I'm 50,000 and something. Then my Nocturnal <laughs> yeah. Monkey one is, I, I joined in December 2006, which is quite depressing, really, when you think about it. I think it was just the month after me then, weren't you? Yeah. It was November time, I think. Yeah. You were the first person I followed on Twitter. Wow. So it's probably your Celebrity. fault I'm on there, to be honest. Sorry. <laughs> That's where it came from. Yeah. Shake him since. I'll, I'll, have read, I'll have read a blog post from you somewhere saying, I've just joined this thing called Twitter, go follow me. And I'll have gone, oh, I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> well, that's probably the old blog that doesn't even last anymore. <laughs> and then if you want to get hold of us together, we have got at Make Life Work Pod for all the socials that's on twitter facebook instagram uh we've got patreon we've got a few other things on there or if you just want to email us we've got make life work podcast at gmail.com as well send us your contributions and donations any questions you might want to throw over to us and if you want to join us on the podcast let us know we will reach out and see what we can sort out and if you want to speak to all of us in the same space we are obviously on the on the side slack community on the side.network takes you straight in. You can join the registration and catch us in the general channel, and then we can point you in the right direction to make things interesting for you, hopefully, and help you with your side projects. Anything else from you guys? No, Not that I can I don't think, think of. So. <laughs> so that's bye from me. That's, I suppose a bye from me. And me. See you later. Glad you're all on the other side. See you later.